0: MLM Nation, episode 14. If I, if I couldn't want to be sponsored by myself, and I'd rather be sponsored by someone else, it just meant that I haven't gone to the level uh, where, you know, to make the big incomes you have to be at. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Leaders do, leaders do.
1: Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chaschuk.
0: Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM
1: income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm fired up to bring our special guest today, Renee Liao. Renee, are you ready to make it happen?
0: Oh, absolutely. And thank you so much, Simon, for taking the time to speak with me.
1: You know, Renee went from a software engineer who got sick of the rat race to earning over seven figures a year in network marketing. Currently, He fluctuates between either the number one or number two income earner in his entire company, and he has a global business in 72 countries. You know, Renee, I've given ML Nation just a brief intro about your background, but uh, please share about how you came across network marketing.
0: Well, absolutely. Thank you so much, Simon. Uh, I know for me, it's one of those sort of normal stories where I had a full-time job, software engineer, uh, you know. And, of course, by the point in time, I came across MLM. Uh, It was when I just graduated from university. And, you know, I fell in love with the concept of MLM, got started right away. And that's when, when I first started talking to my first few people, you know, I started getting those negative reactions. Like, you know, it's one of those pyramid things or whatever it is. And so, you know, I, I actually stuck through it. Uh, I'm the kind of guy that does research, so I, I did more research about it. And, of course, uh, that's how I got into MLM, was, was through uh, just not knowing any better about it, but still loving the concept. So I've always loved the concept, uh, but, of course, over the next few years, had to, you know, learn to deal with challenges in terms of what people perceive as with MLM.
1: So that's the lesson first. You have to do research because you're an engineer, and that's what engineers do, Right.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, you know, it's funny because I, I think it kind of gets credibility as well because the people I talk to were also most of my friends and, and most of my friends were also engineers or, or computer sciences uh, programmers. And so when they see how much research I've done, at least they know that I've done my homework first. Yeah, absolutely, Simon.
1: So I know there's ups and downs and all, read, uh, all leaders are readers. Uh, mm-hmm. Is there a success quote that you've heard or you came across that motivated you throughout your journey?
0: You know, I've definitely come across many quotes. And, you know, just like yourself, I I believe in in learning more, uh, to understand more, and to become more empowered. You know, I I can see at the back of your room that you have a a wall of books as well, too. Um, And for me, one of the quotes that – it's funny. I don't really know who actually uh, 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 sort of designed this quote, but it's always stuck to my head. Uh, But it's regarding leadership. And uh, the quote kind of goes like, when you would like to be sponsored by yourself – uh, then you know that you 've attained the right level of leadership mm. and if, you know and for me it that 's what really meant to me about being a proper leader because if i if i if i couldn 't want to be sponsored by myself and'd rather be sponsored by someone else, it just meant that i haven 't gotten to the level uh, where you know to make the big incomes you have to be at yeah absolutely
1: yeah. that 's so good you know that also uh, is accountability too like if your are down if you were watching what you, if you're down watching what you were doing every day, would they want to join you?
0: Yeah, right. and you know uh, to, to even further that, uh, because I, I do share that quote with my teams as well, what it does is it makes them want to achieve the same level that I have. so I always ask that question to my, 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 my team you know would you want to be sponsored by yourself and until the answer is yes, you know, you have some more learning and some more building to do yeah, absolutely
1: yeah and I always you know um, tell my downlines when I was active building that people say oh how do I motivate my downlines how I said well if your downlines actually watch what you do for 24 hours would they be motivated to build a business oh right. I love that <laughs> I and love that too. if they're not then that means it's leadership is leading by example you got to do it right and that's the exactly. best way to motivate leaders and I see and you see I see you you're you're making seven figures but you're still hustling going out of the meetings just watching what you do like that motivated me
0: Oh, well, thank you so much, Sam. I do believe in in, in leading by example. I know that some leaders attain a certain level and then they just sort of stay at home and maybe they're just doing a few phone calls from home, Uh, which of course, you know, I do that as well. But I also like to be in the field. You know, I want to make sure that people have always this this perception that, you know, this is how you do the business because people learn from you. Absolutely. Yeah, totally.
1: You know, um, most distributors don't realize that we're moving on now. Most distributors don't realize that's during our toughest times or why I say, quote unquote, failures that we learn the most. Right? Yes. Uh, the key is to never quit, but to keep going. You take mm-hmm. the lessons you learn and you apply them. So can you take us throughout your journey, maybe one of the most challenging, and frustrating moments you had and the lessons you learned and what, what did you do?
0: I know I love that question, and I try to keep the answer short. Uh, but you know, I, I've been in three different companies now. Uh, the first one was a you know not to mention any names here again, but to you know my first one was a was a was a health and wellness company. My second one was a travel company, and basically, you know, I put a lot of hours into that. You know, I'm what we called um, in, in a training that that I learned before in the different categories of distributorship. Um, I was like a part-time serious person where I was. You know, I had set hours every week for my job that I was putting into my side business. I was doing training, attending training, being a trainer, you know, flying to different events. And, you know, when, when the second company finally didn't work for me, that was when I had the biggest sort of down moment, I would say, in MLM, where I sort of loved the concept of MLM, but I almost gave up hope. And, and because I'm a numbers guy, you know, I'm always trying to calculate, you know, how many people I need, for example, in my team to reach a certain income. And so, after my second company, you know, I really started to understand by them uh, by asking these top earners around me, you know, how much how much are you making per month, and how many people do you have in your teams. And when I asked that question, most of the people who were earning, you know, six figures a year or a million a year income, they had well over, you know, at least a hundred thousand people or more, you know, like two hundred thousand people, three hundred thousand people, some had half a million people. And of course they're very proud to tell you that. But where some people might look at that and, and get excited, like, wow, he has half a million people in his organization, for me it actually did did the reverse. It kind of almost turned me off because mm-hmm. I was thinking, you know maybe this person, so-and-so, you know, super NATO commander leader can build a team of 100,000 people. But to me, you know, I mean, I'm just an average guy. I don't think, you know, that, that just seems so far away. You know what I'm trying to say? It, it seems so far attainable to me, Simon, that it almost threw me off. And so, you know, I kind of gave up hope on MLM. And of course, uh, you know, in my current company, what happened was I got a chance to meet uh, the CEO who, you know, without getting, getting any names or, or companies, uh, but very, very knowledgeable. And he taught me things that, I find a lot of companies don't want to teach you about uh, things like, you know, understanding what, what, what retention is and how to have proper retention in your company. Um, but also, he showed me a plan where, of course, you know, uh, he calls it the ED ratio, which is the earning per distributor ratio. And what he taught me was is that, you know, in MLM today, uh, most companies, uh, to earn residual income, there's like a ratio. So typically, one person in your team will pay you on average about $1. So if you want to earn $100,000 a month income, you want to have 100,000 people. It's wow. one-to-one. And so, you know, that's when he taught me to look at that, the ratios and find a plan that had a much better ratio. So maybe instead of one person paying me $1, maybe one person can pay me up to $8 or $9. So, you know, one of the things that I'm really proud about is to reach $100,000 a month income in my company, I only had about 7,000 people at the time. Wow. It was other companies, that yeah, you gotta have 100,000 people. So to me, you know, it, it all, the aha moment for me was understanding how to look at the plan and look at what was feasible, retention, understanding the challenges today in MLM and how to work around them. Absolutely.
1: And I think the big difference was, it uh, seemed like on your current company, which you had success, you actually had the mentor that explained that to you. While in the past, you seemed to be figuring things yourself.
0: Oh, you know what? Um, you're absolutely right. You know, um, I know as, as well, Simon, that you had probably many, many mentors in your life to, to achieve the level of success that you have. And for me, a mentor does a lot of things. You know, there's actually three things I learned. There's a trainer, there's a coach, and there's a mentor. And, you know, um, a trainer can be someone who just basically learns the, the, the company information and can spit it back out again, right? So they're a trainer. They might not have any success in the company, but they can train the material. Um, a coach is someone, of course, who can basically not be good in the business uh, but typically, someone that has have a lot, lot of experience in the business, and of course, can can teach you how, how to have success. But they don't do the full works. You know, they only focus on the business aspects. Whereas a mentor does everything. You know, they talk. You know, they might not really understand your business so well, but usually they do. But of course, they, they understand you. They know how to work with you. They know how to make you strive for more things. So a mentor is absolutely important. You know, I mean, coaches are great, trainers are great. But definitely a mentor is absolutely uh, a key aspect to having your business, absolutely.
1: Wow, that is so good. A trainer, I'm actually taking notes too. A trainer, a coach, and a mentor. And I think most downlines, most distributors, they just think the upline is their mentor, which is not, a lot of times not the mentor. They, 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 the person may be a trainer, yeah. <laughs> the leader, yeah. even if they do trainings every week, they may be a trainer uh, or coach, but not a mentor.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, your mentor has to be someone who, who, who has helped people, achieve monumental success, you know, it, it, not, not just in, in this business, but in life in general. But definitely, you know, uh, your, your upline, it, it should never be called your mentor. I mean, some people people throw these three words around as if they're all the same, you know, my coach, my right. mentor, my trainer. But, you know, they, they really have to distinguish that because, you know, um, if you're telling me that's your mentor and, uh, and I'm looking at your mentor and, you know, they don't really uh, give the feeling that they know they're talking about so much, you know, you, want, you don't want to call them your mentor. So mentor has to be definitely someone... A different level scale. Yeah, than the, the rest. Yeah,
1: the mentor also can't be someone you know too well, because if you know yes. them too well, you don't respect them, you don't listen to them, right? Because no one is perfect. It's kind of it's, that's why it can't be your upline or like your best friend because you know them too well and you don't take the. It's like the, you know, the, the hardest people to yes. convince are your close friends and family.
0: And I find that the, I find that the best mentors out there are the ones that you know understand L, uh, NLP very well. You know, they understand, yeah. the programming. They know how to. They know what to say to you. Uh, to, to, to make something uh, you know click for your brain, you know. whereas most coaches just say the same things to everyone and try to motivate you. But you know, a, a mentor really knows how to dig into your brain, how to make you uncomfortable, how to make you grow bigger and bigger. Uh, so I always say that there's two kinds of people in this world. The ones that tell you, what you want to hear. These are your friends. These are your family because they don't want you to feel bad about yourself and, and, and come to reality with what your life is today. Then you have the ones that tell you what you need to hear. Mm. And to me, the mentors are the ones that tell you what you need to hear to, to, to strive to become better.
1: Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Um, here's a question that a lot of people would ask because like, a lot of our listeners, ML Nation, they may have been with different companies before. And yes. what they struggle with is like, after one or two failed attempts, their Walmart is their contacts, they don't trust them anymore. Yes. Like, oh, you, yeah, it's another one of those deals. So, how yeah. did you how did you get around that?
0: You know, uh, that's a great question, and I find that even today, uh, that's one of the biggest things, as you mentioned, that keep coming up. And the way that and, you know, I can only teach people, Simon, the things that I've learned. You know, I can't teach from reading a book and applying a theory to to other people's uh, problems. And, and what worked for me that works for my team is. You know for me to have gotten started in my third company, my current company today that i 've been now eight years with you know six years full time was I had to know what made this opportunity different than the rest and i don 't mean in terms of you know just just the product or or just in terms of you know um, uh, the timing of the company or the leadership or the ownership. I wanted to know you know exactly why with this opportunity be so much different than the rest for me to, to, to take another leap at this one more time but more than that to, to invite my, my contacts back again because to me, if you're moving companies but you can't tell your existing friends and family or downlines why the current one is going to be different and by different, I don't mean, oh, this company has a different product that, that is, you know, uh, has, has more of this stuff to help you on this stuff. You know, I mean, it has to be so significant and, and they had to find uh, for themselves, an aha, like an aha moment where they realize, wow, Renee, you, know, you actually found something that is so different um, that, that, you know what, I, I, I can see where you're going with this, you know, and I want to take a chance with you. I, I want to go with you again. But the issue nowadays, Sam, is I find that most people who are switching companies, they're switching to companies that maybe they feel they're comfortable with, like they have an experience with. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people who are in, in health and wellness, for example, they're very comfortable switching to another health company, you know, or travel, right. travel company people, are, are very used to switching so to another travel company. But to me, you know, I think it's, you can't just switch to one that you're comfortable with. Do the math. You know. Again, what I'm saying before, look at the ED ratio, even you know, the earning percentage, look at you know, does the compensation plan have a lot of restrictions? And you know, to me, uh, the compensation plan is one of the biggest factors why I decided to get started the third time again. Uh, you know, for example, you know, a lot of companies have these things called ranks, right? Simon, yeah. you know, I know that you've been through and you've I mean, you probably attained some of the highest ranks in the company. And some people kind of boast about how amazing it is that, you know, my, my senior partner, my upline, you know, he has this super triple diamond, you know, royal ruby crown in the rank. Right. And it sounds fantastic. But, see, again, the way I think is different, I'll, I'll ask that person. So, now this person who's making a million dollars a year who has this rank, you know, how many people in your company have that rank? And their answer is usually, the answer usually sounds like this. Well, Renee, that's a great question. In our company, we have only about two people that have that rank. And I'll ask them, so how many people do you have in your company? And they say, well, we have about you know, half a million distributors. So to me, I'm doing the math there, it means that less than 1% of the, of the people in your company have attained that rank with that income that you're talking about. And so for me, it's like, that just tells me. I think differently, right? That test tells me that my uh, my chance of attaining that income in your company is less than uh, less than one percent. Mm. So you know, I really looked at the plan, Simon, to find out the ones that didn't have uh, the, the least restrictions. You know, preferably no ranks. You know, preferably a high earning particular ratio. And, and, and because I I, I show this stuff during the closing process with my friends and my family and my prospect and my existing teams, they they learn something and now they become enlightened and now because yeah. if they don't learn something they're not going to go with you again.
1: Yeah, I yeah. think um, just from hearing you talk about, it, you have a lot of passion. You definitely strong belief in your company's pay plan, mm-hmm. and I think that comes across because people are always buying you, right.
0: Yeah, you know, you're absolutely right. I think, you know, definitely, I always talked about, and I shared at the Seven Figure Summit that we, that we were both at <laughs> in Las Vegas, that, you know, um, people only ever will stop because, you know, they lack confidence. And there's lack of confidence in three main areas. Lack of confidence in yourself, yeah. lack of confidence in, in the industry of MLM, and lack of confidence in the company. And the company in, is, is many things. Company could be leadership, ownership, compensation plan, products, all that good stuff. And so for me, um, you know, um, I've looked at many different plans. You know, I've, I've been you know, putting together a, a website uh, for, for my team. Uh, it's actually open. But I've actually compared a lot of these plans. And I'm not comparing the products because I think every company in MLM has great products, especially if they've been around for a, a few years. But I only compared the competition plan, seeing how much you would earn with 100 people in this company and 100 people in our company. You know what I mean? Mm. And, and I think when my team sees that, they get confidence seeing, <laughs> wow, like, you know, Renee's in his research, uh, research and you know they, 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 they learn as they go, and when people learn how to analyze a conversation plan, it kind of ties into your retention. So people understand in your company that, well, wow, being in this company uh, with this many people, if I were to leave and go to another company, I would make less, then they would never leave your company.
1: Yeah. So you're always working on the beliefs, which is like, that's what you're doing, which is fantastic. And yes. It's, it's all about the three fundamental beliefs, like talking about products, industry, uh, company and yourself There's one more P- confidence yes. in yourself you know yes. you, you brought up a really good point when people switch companies uh, most people you're right they, they switch within the same industry so health and wellness to health and wellness which actually hurts your credibility because if you're saying well, this company is the best health product the next opportunity is like oh this company actually is exactly. even better then how do i know next <laughs> next month you can tell me about another company so that's yes. much safer to switch industries right you can go from health and wellness to services to telecom or to luxury goods, something different so like your credibility could still be intact.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I see some people that have done a full cycle, you know, they did start in maybe some telecom <laughs> stuff, they go to health and wellness, they go to like maybe like some kind of a, a, a financial service, and then back again, you know what I mean, yeah. and, and you know, that's why I, I really urge people uh, that when you, before you get started in a company, you know, because in a company, we're joining because we want to make money. Most people don't join because the products, because products you can find everywhere, you know, stores yeah. or even MLMs. So people join to make money, and I tell people, if you're here to make money, you know, how do you make money? It's through the compensation plan, and it's shocking. Some I've heard of some leaders who who you know, because maybe they realize that the plan isn't isn't so strong, they're telling the people don't care about the plan, just go and build. You'll know, you'll figure it out as you go along. You know, but to me. I, I know, as a, as, a, as an engineer, you know, I can't do that. I you know, I'm a mad person, <laughs> and so for me, you know, I urge people to to study and to understand your company's compensation plan. Maybe not the whole thing right up front, but as you're going along, make sure it's one of your your homework to do, because you know, you have to figure out how to build your team in your competition plan to unlock the maximum levels. You have to understand, are there any restrictions? you have to build a certain structure? Are, are, are the ranks to be attained? Are there time frames, these kind of things? And so until you understand the competition plan, you know, that's how you get paid. So how can you not understand how it works? But more importantly, is not just to know how your plan works, Simon, but to understand how other companies' plans compare to yours. I, I think that's so important because if, if, if I'm meeting with someone else from another company – you know, he's saying he has the best products. We're saying we have the best products. The only separation in the end is going to be, well, who pays out more, yeah. right?
1: Yeah. So when do you start this compensation plan training for a new distributor? Just say like, for example, I joined. When would you, because you want me to start prospecting, right? And I want yes. to limit the time. How in- deep and how intense do you go into that pay plan training?
0: Right. So, you know, it's a great question because uh, you don't also want to confuse someone as well. And that's, that's what you're asking me. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, in our main company presentation, uh, the, the the system that we roll out is when you get started, you know, you watch the default presentation that has, you know, a high level overview of all the income levels, right? That's very standard. Um And thankfully, ours is much more easier to comprehend. Like some companies that are, you know, for example, breakaways or, or, or like, you know, unit levels with different criteria is very, very kind of complicated. With ours, it's more simple. Um, so, but if someone we, we see, um, after they watch the presentation, if they haven't got started yet already, then, you know, uh, our, our training will teach people to ask, you know, um, you know to, to filter what area that person would like to know more information about, right? If they have more questions about the compensation plan, that's when, you know, we have a special breakdown sheet of the comp plan. I see. So so the funny thing is that most people actually pretty much get the whole comp plan even before joining. Hmm. Um, so when, when if I do join, the first focus training is, of course, the approaches and the belief, you know, right. approaches and belief, Um. And of course, we, we do have a lot of training, you know. That you know, I think every company should have automated training where someone calls you instead of you having to you know book fifty meetings to do fifty trainings. Say, you know, go watch this video. Any questions that you have, come and contact me afterwards.
1: Yeah, and that's anyone can do that now with technology. It always yes. you know teach leaders. Anything you do, you should have a go to do it only one time. Yes. Right? So <laughs> if someone asks you a question that's not com- covered by your company video, then go record and you can use go software. Go make a video. Yeah, go use. <laughs> Your iPhone or ScreenFlow, you know, a Camtasia screen capturing software, recorded once, upload to YouTube, and then you never have to do that question again. You can spend your time prospecting instead of doing this bore, you know.
0: Yes, yes, and you know, and one tip that I can say to people because what's happening nowadays is that people have a lot of like YouTube videos and they have a channel, right? And they have all these training topics in their channel, but it's it's hard to navigate. So what I did is I have a website where you know I put all the training in alphabetical order. Uh. Oh. Approaching training, uh, branding parties, you know, comp plan, comp plan this, comp plan that, you know, uh, you know, due, due, due diligence? You know, uh, you know, feel felt found. So it's all alphabetical. You know, so
1: that's the engineering. You very organized. That's awesome.
0: <laughs> yeah. So people, people have. They know where's the library, so it's kind of like if you want to find a book in your your bookshelf, you have a library of collection, and it's probably probably, probably sorted by alphabets, right? So we have the same stuff.
1: That's really true, because I watch uh, self-development stuff on YouTube, but sometimes on these channels, there's so much, and there's so much it gets overwhelming, that I don't even even want to watch anything, then because I don't even know if I'm watching the right thing, you know?
0: Because you don't want to take the risk of of asking your person to go to your channel, and they can't find it, right? So you know, and they might get overwhelmed with all those different choices to watch. So you know, for me, it's, it's alphabetical. Go here, click on this link. It's, it's called Approaching. Go watch it. Boom, you're done. Yeah.
1: So Renee, what's uh, one of your proudest moments in MLM? Um,
0: definitely for me, when I finally hit uh, hundred thousand dollars a month. And, and to me, it's not just making a hundred grand in one month, but it's knowing that a few things that you know I did it from scratch. Because one of the things that I'm really pissed about nowadays is all these buyouts happening of leaders. You know, um, you know, and, and so many times in my past companies, I saw some top leader go on stage and they're boasting about how much people they brought in their first month. And you know, I brought in 20,000 people my first month. To me, again, that freaks me out because I'm like, I can't do that. Right? Uh, but number two, they're also boasting about how much money they made. Only to later on find out that you know through phone calls with these people that they were actually given a deal to come on board to the company. They got a position. They inherited a downline. They got paid. For example, you know, I don't know, fifty grand to get started, hundred grand to get started. And and, and that that is what um, really pisses me off because they're on stage bragging about how much they made, but it's not even real. Yeah. Or some people make money, and then they're making money from being maybe a, a founder of the company, not really through the plan, right? Yeah. And so um, one of the things that I'm really proud about is, is, is doing it from scratch, you know, making it from the bottom. You know, I, I joined at the very bottom. There was no one below me. I built my two legs, and I hit 100K a month. And, you know, there's, there's no deals, no buyouts, no inheriting team. Um, it's all real. So for me, I think that's one of the biggest things. And having done it with only about 7,000 people in my organization, I wanted to prove to people that the ED ratio is, is true? You know, you can hit hundred thousand dollars a month income with only a thousand, with only seven thousand people.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. You know, I don't want to go into the details about about that. But Kevin Thompson, the MM law attorney, that actually recently talked about that the issue about paying bonuses for these leaders. So some people say it's okay. It's just like sports. Like, you know, you sign, give big money to free agents, <laughs> but. I agree with you. You know, it's like uh, it's in many ways, it's misleading. It deceives people. So I'm really proud of you to start from scratch. You know, you were in the top. People say oh, the top people are the money. You definitely were not the, at the top, and you made it to hundred thousand a month. So congratulations! <laughs> yeah. And and you you're speaking a lot of wisdom. We can definitely tell the sincerity and the tips that you've given given us. So thank you. Now, you know, and and you know,
0: I mean, just to add to your point too. You know, recently on Business for Home, I saw the highest buyout in MLM history. It was over a million dollars. You know, I mean, and and to me, this person who got the buyout, you know, he's happy. But think about all the people in his organization who he's now telling to join another company and buy again to join another company and and spend more money again. I mean, that to me just does it just blows my mind. Yeah. What how, how it's, it's tarnishing our industry. Yeah. And I feel like if we're in MLM, we have to protect this because it's, it, this is the best, you know, chance for people to have a, 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 a huge home run. And we can't have these kind of things happening, Yeah, yeah. in my opinion. So.
1: And MLM Nation, for our listeners, just want to, uh, you know, emphasize that MLM yeah. is awesome, but it's not perfect. And what Renee just brought up is something that you may not encounter, but a lot of leaders, as they get up, they see this type of things. And mm-hmm. it's not... It's not something I'm crazy about. I, I, you know, I endorse, but it does happen. But it doesn't, make, it doesn't make MLM bad. It's just like in any industry you go to, whether it's stock trading, real estate, there's always some, some bad in, in it, right? Because mm-hmm. it's the humans. The humans are, are, we make mistakes. But uh, it, you know, overall, MLM is still awesome. Like, don't worry about it. Just keep building your business. There's tons of people like, like Renee, zero to 100000 a month from scratch with no bonuses, nothing. So it can't be done.
0: You know, and you're absolutely right because, you know, MLM is, the, is the, the concept is the most beautiful concept in terms of, you know, uh, a win-win-win situation all around. Um, you know, again, again, it's the key thing is to find the right company, the ones that, you know, uh, that, that, that match all your criteria. And, you know, I mean, again, you know, if it wasn't for the industry that I was in, um, put it this way, you know, when I first got started in this industry uh, 10 years ago, I looked at how many people there are in MLM. And back then, there was about 65 million people across the world in direct sales. Um, I looked again just past year, and now there's 96 million people. Yep. So our industry is growing because you know jobs are getting uh, uh, you know, scarcer, you know, um, you know the retirement is getting pushed even further and further and further. You know, uh, here in Canada, Simon, uh, just to show you some some news, you know, over 60 percent of all Canadians have no way to retire. So, you know, all the people who are not retiring, what's happening is that now they're, you know, they're working at Walmarts, they're working in part-time jobs. And it, it's messing the economy because the people who aren't retiring, these older people who are getting these jobs, they're taking the jobs from the younger people who are yeah. 16 years old trying to get a job. So, because of this mess in the economy, you know, MLM is flourishing. And so, of course, you you, know, you want to make sure you're that you, you get in right away and, and uh, you know, build as hard as you can.
1: You know, it, it's, you're right. It's over 90 million. That's why with this… Shows called MLM Nation. Because if you took every one of those ninety million, we'll be bigger than France. We'll be bigger than the UK. We're like a country. We're like a huge, huge community. Absolutely. What was stopping you uh, from getting started with network marketing in the beginning? Was it your skepticism? You had to do research. What was stopping
0: um, you? You know, it is it more. It's funny. The, 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 my sister was the one who actually uh, brought me into my first company. And the one thing that was stopping me wasn't even uh, the concept. The concept made sense to me. It was just that, you know, it was a health and wellness company, and she was trying to promote to me this, this 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 healthy vitamin pack, right? And to me, to spend, you know, back then at 22 years old, the concept of trying to spend, you know, $380 a month on auto ship uh, for products that I didn't really feel like I actually needed. Um, was the hardest part for me because mm. even when I talked to my friends, my friends are my age, they didn't feel like they needed these these expensive vitamins, you know? But I still did it because I believe in, in, in the concept of, of, of MLM. And so uh, I found that if your company is selling a product that only targets a certain market, you're going to have a tough time building because not everyone, you know, if, if only females want your product or if only, you know, a certain age group wants your, your products, then it's going to be a bit, a bit tougher. So for me, another criteria that I looked at was, are my products, you know, suitable for all ages hmm. uh, from, you know, 16 or 2 years old to 85 years old? And, and does it suit to different levels of income? So can it cater to the low class, middle class, and the high class? And can it be done worldwide? If, you, if it has those three criteria, then I loved it.
1: Awesome. So we're going to wrap up. Just, just a couple more quick questions. Uh, what is one habit that's helped you become successful?
0: Um, I would say that for me to get to where I was, was always doing more research and and not just asking people questions, but asking the right people the right questions. So, you know, for me, uh, one of the biggest things that, that helped me was, was when I found um, our current CEO, I asked so many questions that – and you know when he was able to check box every single one of my questions, then because of what I knew, um, that's when you know I, I started to have have success. And I think it's important to ask the right people. So you know don't don't go and ask your friend a the lawyer uh, their opinion on MLM. They may be biased, right? Hmm. If you want to become successful in MLM, talk to successful people. Like I, I talk and, and interview a lot of successful people. Like you know in Simon, you have a lot of people who are successful. You know on your uh, MLM Nation here, right? contact them, you know, contact me, contact us and, and ask us questions to see how we did it. You know, learn from the people who already done it before.
1: Of all the questions you asked, what's, what would you consider the best piece of advice you got?
0: Uh, I think for me, when it comes to, because to, I asked so many questions, um, I would say the best piece of advice I got was was to treat MLM as a real business. Because in my initial perception of it was, you know, do it sort of hobby and do it part-time. And I learned that if you do it as a hobby, you will earn a hobby check. If you do it as a part-time business, you get a part-time check. And so, you know, so if you treat it as a real business, you will eventually obtain a real business check. So by treating, it means work it like a real business, work it like, you know, all your money is in there. And so, um, but to treat it like a real business and to work it like a real business Again, I had to understand how the compensation plan was going to compensate me for my efforts. So again, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really pushing the comp plan here, son, because it, it's shocking how many people don't understand how to make money in their companies.
1: Very good. Yeah, I agree. Uh, do you have a, a favorite prospecting tool you use, like maybe a newsletter or a webinar or a video or face-to-face? What do you like to use?
0: Oh, well, you know, that's so funny. And uh, you know, I have to bring it back to the, uh, the seven-figure event summit that we both at in Las Vegas with Eric worry um, because remember how they're saying to you, you know, uh, you want to have public use of your product. Yeah. Um, or, or, or during that meeting, they actually told you, know, if you, if, you know, this, this, the, the meeting was a very generic MLM meeting. You no know, no propaganda, no marketing materials. You know, so everyone that was, you know, if they had like a juice or they had this, this vitamin or they had some kind of thing in, in their bags, leave it in the bags. You know what I mean? No, no, no kind, of, uh, that kind of stuff. And so, but unfortunately, you know, for me, uh, our company markets, you know, uh, look by timepiece. My you know twenty one karat gold ring, you know, my platinum ring, you know my bracelet, the tungsten bracelet, you know my 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 leather bag, you know my, my leather shoes. Unfortunately, I was I was wearing all of my company's products on you know, my body, and you know so um, I agree. Number one, public use of product whenever possible because that's called attraction marketing. So for example, in my first health company, whenever I took my vitamins, I would try to take it in front of my coworkers and create that interest. Right? Well, what's that yeah. name? and so I love the fact so number one definitely I would say um, the favorite tools that I have by far is wearing the products and and public use of your products
1: awesome Uh, do you have a favorite app or online resource that you use like a Dropbox or Gmail that you could recommend to our listeners
0: uh you know for me all all i use is because again i, I always teach things from my own experience um, is you know my my own website which is um, you know www.ourgwt.com so it's O-U-R-G-W-T dot com. Um, i have a lot of my training i put there and so you know um, i think sometimes when you when you when you listen to trainers um, to me, I want to listen to a trainer who, who not just has built a big team in this industry, but they're still earning residual income. Mm. Because a lot of people who are trainers nowadays, you know, they're training information on, on terms of how to build your business and or, or, or specifically how to make residual income in MLM. But if they're not still making residual income, because you know, I, know, I know you are, Simon, but if, if other trainers are not making residual income, I don't think you're kind of qualified to teach about residual income if you're still not making it. So, That's you know, good I'll, point. Yeah, so for me, uh, all of my training that I've done to attain my income today, um, I have it on that website, yeah, rgwt.com. RG, uh,
1: what's one book you would uh, recommend to ML Nation?
0: Uh, that would by far, number one, have to be uh, what's called the Forensic Networker. It's actually a, a training system uh, for people who are in MLM who want to earn a serious five-figure or six-figure yearly income. Uh, so, I mean, five-figure monthly or six-figure yearly income, because this book here, is, it, 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 there's no there's no uh, joking about it. It's uh, what it teaches me is how to treat it like a business and how to how to structure my day. You know what, what to do on a daily basis. You know how to track my leads properly, mm-hmm. have a proper filing system on, uh, and, and the things I should be doing, and, and not just about understanding the psychology of why I'm doing it. And just by following this system and people in our company have done the same thing, by following that Forensic Networker system, uh, you will guaranteed guaranteed earn the five-figure monthly or six-figure yearly income you wanted just by following that system down to a T.
1: And MLM Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't already, you can get an amazing free audiobook like Forensic Networker for free at MLMNationBook.com. That is MLMNationBook.com. So Renee, here's the last question. Before we go to the million-dollar question, if you're an ambitious distributor who's ready to take your business to the next level, go become an MLM Nation Insider. Just go to mlmnationinsider.com and you can join a select group of distributors who meet every week to discuss what's working in the MLM profession. As an insider, you'll also get a weekly live MLM training that you can participate on a webinar or through the phone online access to an entire archive training library, a mission into a private Facebook group where you can network with other motivated and successful distributors from all around the world, the opportunity to ask questions to one of the top MLM trainers, and you also receive a monthly newsletter with the latest tips and online marketing strategies mailed directly to your door. Interested? Simply go to mlnationinsider.com to learn more. Now let's get back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Imagine you were the force to start all over again, and you, <laughs> knew, and you knew no one, okay, but you had all your current skills, knowledge, and wisdom. What would be the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an ML from scratch?
0: Right, you know, and, and I think that that's a great question because one of the biggest uh, struggles that people have in MLM, and let's be honest here, right, Simon, is approaching. You know, once people go through the war market, they don't know who to talk to, right? So um, for me, what I would do is number one, is I would do what we call be forensic. So in the forensic networker you know, manual, uh, we always say be forensic. So in other words, you know, do the things that the book's telling you to do. But definitely for me, wear the products. You know, I, would, I would, in this company again, I would order as much products as possible. I'm talking from head to toe, you know, uh, sunglasses, you know, necklaces, bracelets, chains, the whole, the, whole, the whole works. And start going to networking events. You know, start, start applying the approaching training that I've learned and, and approach people all around me. Uh, of course, family and friends come first, but I think people have to realize that if you want to make a six-figure income in this industry, you have to learn to how to approach and to expand your network, go to networking events, go to meetups, mm. and, and, and build from there. Yeah. And do, proper, do a proper job on pre-qualifying your prospect. I find a lot of people, they rush into the business, they haven't pre-qualified the prospect properly, but that pre-qualifies a whole other, whole other topic.
1: <laughs> awesome. Um, what's the best way our, our listeners can connect with you? Uh, oh, thank you so much,
0: Simon. Uh, definitely on Facebook, I am there, uh, Renee R-E-N-E, last name, L-I-A-W. There's only one of me on Facebook. Uh, by phone, uh, please feel free to give me a phone call or text. It's uh, 647-746-3714. Again, 647-746-3714. Or by email. Uh, my email address is my first name, dot last name, so R-E-N-E dot L-I-A-W at gmail.com.
1: MLM Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today, you've been hanging out with Renee Liao. So keep up the momentum and go to mlmnation.net and type in Renee, R-E-N-E at the search bar, and all the show notes, the recommendations, that the books that, that Renee talked about will be there. Renee, thank you for sharing your journey with MLM Nation today. In order to be successful in MLM, you must help others. So Renee, thank you again for setting such a great example. We're grateful to you. We appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide.
0: Well, thank you, Simon, for the opportunity. And It's my absolute honor. And thank you so much for inviting me. I really, really thank you.
1: Well, that was a little different training than normal, right? And we have to thank Renee Lau for that. Thank you for taking this valuable time. I know it was early in the morning when he did that, just sharing his experiences and how he made a million dollars in MLM. And I want to... Mention a couple of things. This is probably, Renee is probably a different animal. I mean, he's really unique. He's a great leader. But uh, a lot of times, very rarely, you meet someone as analytical as him. I guess maybe it's because from his engineering background, um, he was very analytical in terms of the pay plan. And just want to let ML Nation know, if you're not the analytical type, or you don't understand everything about the pay plan, don't worry about it. Because I didn't get you know, I didn't understand the pay plan at, at all when I when I got started. And I actually know a lot of leaders who didn't either. Um, and you really don't need to know all the details in order to earn money. And so I actually, in my first year, I didn't even know how my pay plan worked. And I was earning money or helped me earn enough to go full time. But could should I have been more analytical like Renee? Definitely, you know, especially after, I would say, my second year, if I knew what Renee suggested and given advice, I would definitely reach the million dollars in the business much quicker than I did. So, uh, you know, thanks again, Renee, for the advice. But also, don't feel intimidated if you're not the analytical type. You don't like to study the numbers or you don't understand your pay plan. You don't need to in order to start earning some income. But if you want to get to the top you def- and get to the top quicker, you definitely have to do that. And last comment is like uh, every pay plan has its pros and cons. Understand that. There's no perfect. Uh, And I think this was one of the best advice I got from uh, Big Al. If you haven't heard of Big Al, go to episode number two. That's one he shared. Big Al said that uh, no company, no pay plan is perfect. Why? It's because humans invented, right? Humans run those MLM companies. Humans invented the pay plan and uh, humans are not perfect. So every company's pay plan Uh, there's pros I'm sure yours has a lot of benefits and also some disadvantages but the important thing is just focus on your business focus on your skills going out there you know meeting people prospecting building relationships that's what's going to earn you the income so if you like what you shared with Renee. Um, again, I love that interview. It's a little different. Uh, go to mlnation.net, search for Rene, which is R-E-N-E, and his show notes and his contact info will pop right up and you can contact him. You know, and I know he's very, very active on uh, social media, so you can reach out to him there. Also, be sure to subscribe to MLNation on iTunes because that's the best way to keep these trainings coming to your phone automatically. They just get downloaded to your phone. Also, if you'd like to help others and you enjoy MLNation, please tell your friends, your upline, downline, crossline, team members, people from other companies, and even your prospects. You can let them know because it builds your belief about this awesome profession. Let them know about it. Share on social media so that you can also have a positive impact on someone's life and motivate someone. Teach them a few things. Last thing before we go, leave, uh, i really appreciate if you leave an honest review for MLM Nation podcast on iTunes. Ratings and reviews are extremely important. You can just go to mlmnation.net forward slash iTunes and leave a review. You know, I'll of course, I would like you more if you leave a five-star, but you don't need to. The only thing I ask is leave an honest review. Let me know what you liked or don't like uh, because I read every one of them and they help the show get better and it also motivates me to get going because it does take a lot of work to get these um, trainings and get these episodes done uploaded for you to listen to. So, so that's our show for today. Thanks again for Renee for taking this time. What an awesome show, a little different, but um, awesome perspective. It's great learning. Thanks again, everyone, for being part of MLM Nation, and I'll see you on the next show. Thank you so much
0: for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles,
1: and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.